This is Sadiq, and you're listening to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, which is a sports-related podcast where I'll discuss a wide range of topics from the NFL, NBA, and collegiate athletics happening every Tuesday morning. Let go. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. Walking out. Georgia is the national champions today. They wake up as champions. You know why? Because last night, they laid the smack down on Alabama. Now, you're probably wondering, well, Alabama had people injured. Yeah, they had Mechie and Williams got injured in the, in the, first, in the first half. Um, it looks like it's an ACL. I hope he comes back fully healthy. It's clear that he's probably going to head to to the NFL, not risk injury uh, moving forward in college. But Georgia was the most consistent team in all of football and college football. Georgia was the most dominant defense in all of college football. And they showed that in the national championship game. It was a defensive game. A lot of Field goals were being kicked. A lot of punts were being made. But in the fourth quarter, Georgia rised and shined. They ran the ball down Bama's throat to the exact of 140 yards rushing by Georgia. Whether it was Cook or whether it was Zeus, they were destroying the Bama up inside, outside. It didn't matter. Quarterback Stenson Bennett made one of the horrible mistakes in the defensive game, turning the ball over on your side of the 50. But that defense stiffened, and then Bennett got to work, scored a touchdown, and the Georgia Bulldogs never looked back. They were phenomenal last night. They earned the championship last night. They did what was required, and they took it from Bama. I don't typically see when Bama loses, they lose in the fourth quarter. Typically, the reason why they lost was a one play or or one play here, one play there in the fourth quarter. They just got mollywhopped in the fourth quarter. They got mollywhopped. And I'm happy for... Stenson Bennett, because he would look like he was about to be, you know, the, the the scapegoat for this game, and deservingly so, but he showed up and showed out after that turnover. Here's Stenson Bennett journey to last night. He was a Georgia fan all his life. Then he walked on to Georgia before transferring to a junior college. After that, He went back to Georgia as a backup, deep in the depth chart. Earned his starting job eventually, then got demoted. Then got his starting job again, and he helped 
bring a championship back to Georgia. This is not just for Athens, Georgia. This is for Atlanta, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, Macon, Georgia, Marietta, Georgia, shoot, Norcross, Georgia. This is for the whole state of Georgia, all the cities, all the towns. Matt Ryan, Atlanta Falcons, couldn't get it done. Trey Young and Atlanta Hawks couldn't get it done. But this season, this sports season, the Atlanta Braves got it done. The Georgia Bulldogs got it done, leading with that defense. Because, Bryce Love, there was no love for you on that field. They beat the brakes off of you, causing two turnovers, a pick six on my ass, sacking your four times, and making you feel uncomfortable. Not being able to run the ball, only accumulating 30 yards. This is one of the best defenses we've ever seen in the modern times. And they punched their ticket for the right to be called national champions. So today, I say this one more time. The Georgia Bulldogs are your national champions and number one team in all of college football now let's talk about a b he got cut last week i'm not surprised the Tampa bay buccaneers did what they had to do but then this man goes out and gets on the full send podcast to talk about everything from tom brady with Tampa bay buccaneers his injury, and he's talking about how, and I quote, because he said this on the Full Send podcast, if Tom Brady's my boy, why am I playing for earnest salary? Gronkowski is his boy. A.B., the reason why you're not playing on a full guaranteed salary, because no one could trust you. The Oakland Raiders try to give you that money. You bucked the trend and you got yourself cut from that team because of conduct detrimental to the team by not coming to practice, by not making sure that you took care of your wet feet and now you have frostbite, by not taking care of the helmet situation that caused you to miss practices. That's why. The Pittsburgh Steelers also gave you a contract. You didn't like that contract. Why? Because the fully guaranteed uh, portion of that contract ended up drying up and you went ahead and went on IG Live to talk about what type of contract you wanted from another NFL team. No one can trust you. You talked about on the Full Send podcast about how Gronkowski, Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only liked you because you play football and you're good at it. Yes. Yes. It's a production league. Yes. They like you because you're good at football. Yes. The reason why you're with Tom Brady is because you like Tom Brady because he's good at football. And you coming at Tom Brady because of why 
All this man did for you was make sure you get a job. Yes, nobody was knocking on your door except the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You also have a man that also brought you into his home. And you go out and talk about him like that? Like, he didn't look out for you? If it wasn't for you, you ain't got no Super Bowl ring. You ain't getting that money from last season. So stop it. I told y'all this last week, and I'm going to say it again. The reason why Antonio Brown did what that foolishness on during the game was because of targets, according to reports. The Bucks, according to the GM of the Bucks, Antonio Brown and his representatives asked for two million incentives to be guaranteed before week 17. According to Bruce Arians, the players know Antonio Brown was agitated about targets, not about his ankle. So let's stop this. Remember, against the when he remember when he was with the Steelers, he bucked the trend, didn't play in the last game because of why? Because of targets. And he wanted to make sure he got his money. Antonio Brown is about his money. People want to talk about, oh, this might be CTE. No, it's not. This is not a mental health issue. This is a personal choice done by him because he believes this is the way he should go about doing things. This is not a mental health issue. And I'm big on making sure athletes are taken care of from a mental health standpoint. But this notion that Antonio Brown needs mental health, no, Antonio Brown needs a reality, reality check. That's what he needs. Nothing more, nothing less. Antonio Brown, according to reports during the game, talked about, talked to Tom Brady. Oh, Gronkowski, your guy now? So you giving him all these targets? Mind you, Antonio Brown could have hit his targets by this by this past game because it's the 17th game. Man, Antonio Brown need to miss me with all of this nonsense. Want to compare himself to Gronk. Gronk ain't the one that's been hopping from team to team trying to find a job, thinking that he's better than everybody else. He also talked about Tom Brady, how on the on the podcast he says Brady can't do stuff by himself, but you guys are going to make him seem like he's just a heroic guy. Tom Brady's the one that got you a job. So, yes, Antonio Brown, you need to figure out what you want to do because y'all peep that he put out a music video, right? You know where he shot that, right? Right next to Madison Square Garden. Right before you get, get on that mega bus around there because all that was was construction. I know where that is. I know where you was, A.B., and you can't rap. You better try to get back on that football field, but I don't know what team moving forward would trust you with that kind of money that you're trying to look for. They might give you a minimum deal, but I don't think any team's looking to give you an excess of over $15 million. So, A.B., 
You need to call G-O-D. Period and point blank. The Bucks cut you. They said, hasta la vista. Hasta la luego, no hasta mañana, because we don't want you back here tomorrow. They gave you the boot. Out of here. Sayonara. See ya. And before the NFL says, see ya, you might want to figure out what are your priorities. Do you care about the fame and being able to do these antics and all these yes men telling you what you want to hear? Or do you want to buckle down for the last couple of great years that you might have and potentially still be considered one of the greatest to ever play instead of having a story that'll never be told again? That's to put me wrong, or else you gonna be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. That's to prove me wrong, or else you gonna be walking out. Walking out, walking out. Let's talk about the playoffs, shall we? The NFL players was among us. We're going to first talk about the NFC playoffs field. The Packers, number one seed, they're chilling this week. The 2-7 matchup, Bucks eagles Man, the Bucks going to beat the brakes off the Eagles. Eagles. Eagles have had a great year. Y'all proved me wrong. Sirianni, Salami, Pastrami. Well, you got your team in the playoffs. So I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. I think Jalen Hurts was going to play this well. I didn't think he was going to have one of the best running games in all of football. I didn't think that this offense would actually be prolific in terms of getting the ball down the field, scoring points, and then the defense. Whether it's Fletcher Cox, Fletcher Cox, big play, Slay, y'all doing it. So I got to give y'all props where it's due. But this is where the story ends. I hope y'all win. I really do. Because I've said it said it before and I'll say it again. The Bucks ain't repeating. The Bucks are going home. But I don't think it's going to be this round. The Bucks are going to win. I got them winning by 10. Now, the to me, the best matchup of all the playoffs, the 49ers going against who? You guessed it, the Dallas Cowboys. I got the Dallas Cowboys losing. They're going to lose. Cowboys getting the brakes beat off of them. Period, point blank. The 49ers deserve to be in the playoffs because they beat the they beat the Los Angeles Rams after being down 17-0. And they took it to overtime. They won. So I believe that the the 49ers deserve to be in the playoffs. They're going to play against who? The Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, that Cowboys team offensively, defensively, only beat up on bad teams. They look horrible against good teams. The 49ers are a good team, and they'll show y'all why, why they're a good team. Now, the last game of the NFC, I'm actually really concerned about this. You got two teams that have been reeling, the Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Arizona Cardinals look worse because they've been losing left and right. So I'm going to say that the Los Angeles Rams, after being up 17-0 against, you ended that 49ers game with the turnover. All you had to do was hit Odell, and you have a touchdown, and we and you're the second seed, and you're going to be playing Philly. But no, you got to go through the hard way. Well, the hard way is going against another divisional foe, Kyler Murray, and that offense, 
and Buda Baker and that defense. Now I got to go against them, but I have y'all winning by a slight margin. I think y'all going to win 27, 24. So those are my NFC winners. I got the Bucks winning handingly. I got the 49ers beating the Cowboys because the Cowboys can't beat nobody good. And I have the Rams in a slight victory against the Arizona Cardinals. Now let's talk about the AFC. We talked about the NFC. Let's talk about the AFC. The Raiders took care of business beating the Chargers. The Chargers wet the bed. They could have had an opportunity to get the tie and then also be in the playoffs. But no, they wanted to take a timeout to get the right personnel in. Well, the right personnel is going to be home in Los Angeles. First game, obviously we know Tennessee got the bye. So we're talking about Kansas City. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's heading into the playoffs by the nose of their, by the skin of their teeth. And they're going to go into Kansas City and Arrowhead. I got the Kansas City Chiefs beating them. Pittsburgh's been beating a lot of teams, a lot of quality teams by the skin of their teeth. 19 to 16. 18 to 16. 21 to 15. Very close games. I'm sorry. Kansas City Chiefs they're going to score some points. Can you get to 25? If you get to 25, then you got a chance. But they don't. Ben Roethlisberger cannot throw the ball outside the numbers and deep down the field anymore. He just can't. So your last ride is an arrowhead because you're going to get the brakes beat off of you. That defense is good, but they can't stop the run. They can't stop a nosebleed in terms of running the ball down their throat. So I expect Andy Reid in our offense, all you have to do is not turn the ball over and run the ball, and they will win the game. Point blank, period. The next game I want to talk about is the AFC East divisional opponents meeting for a third time. The New England Patriots are going to head up to Buffalo where they won on Monday night where Mac Jones only got to throw the ball three times, playing against Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and that prolific offense with that one of the best defenses in the world. And statistically, the number one defense is all in all of football. So I have the Buffalo Bills beating the Patriots. I told y'all this before, and I'm going to say it again. The Patriots ain't going back to no goddamn Super Bowl. They ain't doing it with Mac Jones, Mac and Cheese at all. So McCorkle Jones is going to take this L because he's going to play a really good defense, and hopefully the weather – does not misconstrued our thinking of who the better team will be. I have Buffalo winning. They'll win, I would say, by double digits, especially how we saw the Patriots look in Miami against the Dolphins. Now, to me, the most intriguing matchup is the Las Vegas Raiders against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals have had a tremendous season. The Las Vegas Raiders have had a tremendous season. I honestly believe that Derek Carr should get some votes for MVP. He won't win it, but think about what that team had to go endure. Losing that coach in the middle of the season. Losing their, uh, their, their number one draft pick last year in Henry Ruggs. Having a horrible streak in the middle of the season and then be able to come out of that and make the playoffs as a five seed is just remarkable. So the Las Vegas Raiders are heading up to Cincinnati 
to play Joe Burrow, Jamal Chase. Now, Jamal Chase is the rookie of the year. Ain't no debating about that. I still think Penny Sue was the right pick, but I can't dismiss what Jamal Chase has done. And moving forward, we'll see if I'm ultimately right or ultimately wrong. And I have the Bengals winning. I think the Bengals should win this game. The Raiders can score points. The Raiders can play a little bit defense. But my God, Joe Burrow, he's he's that dude. He's the real deal. He understands defenses, coverages. It doesn't matter what you do with him. They're a big play offense with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Everything runs on Joe, Joe Burrow, and Joe Nixon. So I have the Bengals winning in a tight, tight one. Derek Carr drove that car to the playoffs, but this is where it comes to a crashing hole. I hope it's a good game, and I would not be surprised that the Las Vegas come out of this a winner, but ultimately the Bengals will win this game. So that's why I have, folks. I got the KC, I got the Buffalo Bills, and I have the Cincinnati Bengals, all home teams. And we all know at times that's probably not going to happen. So. I'm expecting one of these teams to win on the road. Now, who do I think has the best chance? I think the, the Las Vegas Raiders has the best chance to win on the road. The Buffalo Bills are not losing to the New England Patriots twice on their home field. It's just not going to happen. And Pittsburgh, they're just lucky to be in the playoffs. If this was last year, they wouldn't be in there. Once again, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Prove Me Wrong. If you ever want to get on a show, if you ever have any comments, you can DM me or you can comment me at my Instagram, prove me wrong underscore podcast, and I'll be waiting for your comments.